Virgin night cause the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through Toast to the ones in the day Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the drinks bring back all the memories And the memories bring back memories bring back your There's a time that I remember When I did not know no pain When I believed in forever And everything would stay the same Now my heart feel like December When somebody say your name Cause I can't reach out to call you But I know I will one day yeah. Everybody hurts sometimes Everybody hurts someday yeah, yeah. But everything gonna be alright a glass and say, hey. Cheers to the ones that we got Cheers to the wish you were here But you're not cause the dreams bring back All the memories of everything we've been through Toast to the ones here today Toast to the ones that we lost on the way Cause the dreams bring back all the memories And the memories bring back memories Bring back your There's a time that I remember When I never felt so lost And I felt all of the hatred Was too powerful to stop And my heart feel like an ember And it's lighting up the dark I'll carry these torches for ya And you know I'll never drop Yeah Everybody hurts sometimes Everybody hurts someday yeah, yeah. But everything gonna be alright to RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. We are Student Radio Maastricht and I am your host for today, Salome. And with me, Kweisi. Hey. And Zaki. Hello, hello, hello. And Katinka. Hi. So, welcome to our new episode. Today we're going to talk about dementia. And we want to get out of this idea that it's a disease that old people get because that's not what it is. Um, and Kwesi is going to try to explain to us what he thinks dementia is. Well, um, according to the CDC, dementia is not a form of a specific disease, but it's rather a general term for the impaired ability to remember, think, or make decisions that interferes with your daily activities. So dementia is not a disease itself, but it's an umbrella term that is used to describe a pair of symptoms or more. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's also a misconception because people think that dementia is a disease in itself, right? Where when you're old, you get dementia and you just slowly forget everything and that's it. Um, but there's way more to it than that. Exactly. Um, I think a lot of people, when they think about dementia, they think about Alzheimer's, which is also a big part of it. But there's also, for example, vascular dementia, uh, which is a microscopic bleeding. Um, of and you have like bl blood vessels in your brain that get blocked. Um, you have also Lewy body dementia, which can lead to Parkinson's. So it's more a decline in your uh, muscular abilities. So it's really not just about forgetting something mm -hmm. and then you have dementia. And also what is very important is that not just old people get it or not people that uh, keep forgetting things immediately have dementia of course so we just want to emphasize that this is a term that has to be used very carefully 
and if you want to use it you should know what it is yeah and it's also about more than just forgetting things right it's one it's the main symptom it's what we know uh, and what dementia is associated with but it's also about losing uh, skills that you have and losing the ability to at some point speak or recognize things uh, mix up words and in the end you know losing control over a certain body part as well which can end up with you not being able to maybe eat or breathe anymore or yeah. uh, all of that sad <laughs> extremely sad, yeah, sad and actually. as you say these things are horrible and they can also affect your psychological health. If you realize yourself that something might go differently than before and that you don't have control over everything anymore, then of course this can affect your behavior, your feelings, your relationships with others. And I think that's also very important to take into account that people who suffer from dementia are, have to be seen as people that are in a different situation and have need emotional support also. Yeah, yeah definitely, Salome, I totally agree with that. And it's also, uh, you just mentioned the personality part of or psychological part of it. And that's also something that can happen where people, you see that they their personality changes and that can be very tough for a family as well when somebody's just not themselves anymore. Um, and if you don't get the proper treatment or people are at home too much or family families have to take care of, of their um, family member that is suffering from that, then that can be very harsh because the relationship that you had with somebody is just not the same anymore. And uh, if people, yeah, if a personality change, then you don't know who you're dealing with anymore, right? So yeah. people can get aggressive or um, also also in a, in a nice way, sometimes you get very sweet, but then it's just not the same person. And that is very weird. Yeah, because mm. I think they don't have necessarily have um, full control of their emotions as well. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. And I think um, the first thing that people need to realize is actually recognizing the symptoms of dementia because too often people feel as though dementia is just a part of aging. Yeah, yeah and it's also, um, yeah, what you say, quasi recognizing the symptoms because the symptoms of dementia are very different than people just, you know, when you when you get old, you will forget things at some point. You know, if you're 90, it's it's okay if you forget something or if you cannot really structurize your day anymore or uh, that's fine. That's just, just part of a, a brain that's been working for 90 years already. <laughs> it's fine if you forget your keys. Or if you're 20 and you forget your keys because, you know, I also do that every day. So that's not too bad. But it's very different if we talk about dementia when uh, the way that you forget things or how, how this works. It's all a whole different process. But well, let's get into that a bit more later. <laughs> exactly. Maybe let's jump into our first song. We're going to play Beat. What is it? <laughs> I'm curious. I know this beat. I actually really like this song. We're gonna play Dementia from Old City. Yes, I'm so City. sorry I for this in a while. late announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
and welcome back to RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM and I would like to thank our tech Saki for that song by Old City. No the problem. name is <laughs> Dementia and we're back with my co-host Salo. Hello. And Katinka. Hi. So guys today um, we're talking about Dementia and we mentioned some few important stuff before and I think it's also important for us to mention the symptoms so people can recognize the symptoms at an early stage. Exactly. I think a very important thing is uh, we talked about uh, also psychological changes. So the changes that a person will have will also affect their personality. Um, for example, if you have FTD, your nerve cells in the frontal and temporal, temporal lobes of the brain degenerate. And this can also lead to, for example, inappropriate behavior or depression, anxiety. But then you also have the more known changes like memory loss, mm -hmm. which is most of the time noticed by people that are close to the person or you have difficulty finding words or you get lost, for example, while you're driving, that you get confused. Um, you can not handle your normal tasks that you have in your everyday life anymore. So all these, thi all these things can pile up together. And um, But of course, this is something that a doctor, for example, has to, has to tell you that you have a certain disability or disease you shouldn't uh, stress out too much <laughs> if you have some of these symptoms, of course. If you forget things. <laughs> I think it's, so, it's also definitely like the way that it happens. Uh, you, you, you know, when you talk about memory loss, people forget things, that's fine. Um, but when we talk about dementia, it's really about something's happening in your brain, right? So Salome already mentioned like different types of dementia. Uh, like with FTD, it's a frontotemporal dementia <laughs> so, yeah. we have a doctor so, here with yeah, us yeah. well social worker but yeah you can call me a doctor <laughs> so I can, i'll take it um but that means that so to so the front lobe that's the you know the part of our brain that um we have problems with when we're in puberty right it's that yeah. part so if that gets uh, affected then that then you really see the like personality changes which makes sense right that's when people get out of control uh, maybe get aggressive or get very emotional um, and it also affects like the left side of your brain, which is where your language is. So when that happens, that's when you see that people start mixing up words or go back in time with their words. That's um, kind of what's happening with my grandpa right now, mm -hmm. that he's using words which are like old fashioned Dutch words where you're like, nobody has said that in like 50 years. <laughs> so you kind of go back in time, that's what you see. And with the forgetting, it's not just, we all forget something sometimes or we mix up appointments, you know, that's normal. But when people start forgetting things that are in your system that you don't have to think, usually don't have to think about anymore, like where where is the pan in your kitchen? Like you know that. You don't even have to think about it. You just you just open the door and you get your your pen or your knife or whatever. And when people start for, forgetting those things or looking for things in the house, it's a different type of forgetting something, yeah. right? So it's something that you were supposed to know. You don't even know that you know it anymore. And that's when you see that something like dementia could be uh, yeah could be happening. Yeah, that's something I can definitely identify with the sense of going back in time. Um, like my great grand my great grandfather, rest in peace. Um, uh, he had Alzheimer's disease, you know, most common form of dementia. And, you know, I, like he, and in Philadelphia, he was a preacher for years and years and years. And so even though he had forgotten who I was, like when the last time I saw him, he was calling me by either my father and my grandfather had the same name, Paul. And so he was calling me Paul. I don't know who, I don't know which one he thought I might have been. Um, but he still remembered constantly how to preach and pray all of yeah. that time. So though it's really interesting the how, seeing how, you know, you kind of just, it's like you're going back in time. You're just forgetting everything from the end and just going backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going from the um, stage of an adult to a baby again. Because yeah. you forget every single thing. Yeah, and that's something that's very common, which you said, Saki, that um, especially with Alzheimer's, because I think like 70% of people with dementia, they have Alzheimer's. 
And, and when you go back in time, because that's affecting your brain, right? There's like protein stacking up in your brain and, and then those parts of your brain don't work anymore. So you see that people first first forget, like their grandkids don't recognize them anymore. Then they don't recognize their children anymore because in the period of time where they are living, they didn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. So you also, I've worked with elderly for like a year after I finished my studies. And you see people like in their 80 something or 90 something and they're just there waiting for their mom to come home. Yeah. Which is somebody that has maybe been dead for 30, 40, 50 years already, but in the period of time where they're living, they're 10 and they're waiting for mom to come home. So you see that really your brain yeah, starts going back, back in time like that. And hallucinations can also be a part of it when people are doing something, which is not, yeah. you know, you don't know what they're doing with the leg moving in a certain way. I saw a woman who was just like suing all day. She was just there at a the table, but you saw in the movements that she mm-hmm. was like suing or knitting or because they think that they're doing that and they see mm-hmm. that, but it's not really happening. Yeah, thing. because for my grandmother, she also had um, Alzheimer's. And at first we thought she was just like going crazy and that kind of stuff. And at one point she would actually cook food and dish it out for and she would say it's for the children. Yeah. But there's right. no children there. Yeah, exactly. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. And like, okay, but I'm hungry. <laughs> so she'd always cook for them. She's like, oh, that's for the children when they come home from school. I mean, but everyone is grown adults. Yeah. So yeah, I do identify with that hallucination part as well. And it's also the way that it progresses. So if you talk about Alzheimer, that has a very uh, sudden progression. So, so somebody loses certain skills and then they can be like stable for a while. And then one day you wake up and some, some other part is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they have a day when everything's super clear which is also for a family can be very confusing. We're like, okay, so today you recognize me, tomorrow you don't, or maybe you recognize me now, but then when you leave the room and you come back, they don't know who you are anymore. Uh, and with the vascular dementia, that goes like very um, linear. Yeah. Right? So it's like slowly going now because these veins are slowly closing and parts of the brain are slowly dying. So that's very, um, yeah, an easy progression. Or how do you say that's stable progression? I don't know what the right terminology is. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, just maybe one thing to add is I think what's very important to know is that it's uh, some of the symptoms also even may be reversible. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you degenerate with time and at some point maybe you don't know anything anymore, but some symptoms actually, yeah, are reversible and that's maybe a small piece of hope yeah, in brain this training. discussion. Yes, exactly. For example, with my grandpa, sometimes we talk about old stories from when he was a child and you can see him evolving within that discussion and you can see him like remembering more and more things and also being happy about that. So it can also have, uh, yeah, good sides sometimes. (laughs) Also a little fun fact, uh, because nobody knows why Alzheimer Mm-hmm. exists or wh- wh- where it comes from uh, but there has been or there is research being done where a down syndrome can um, and I have no like way to explain this because I don't know any facts <laughs> but where down syndrome can cure Alzheimer like they're working on that there's something in the uh, deficiency in the genes that people with down syndrome have mm-hmm. that they're experimenting with uh, with curing or, or improving um, Alzheimer's so uh, really? for our next episode about ableism <laughs> nice fun fact yes yeah. for sure but I also think um, you know that the risk of um, knowing the risk of dementia is also important but yeah. we will get into that after our short break exactly next song and now is our next song by the Beatles, with a little help from my friends. Shout out to our friend Elena, who chose the song. Hey, Elena. Hi, Do I? 
Hello, hello, welcome back to RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. We're here, Student Radio Maastricht. I'm Salome and with me, Kwesi. Hi, hi, hi. Zaki on the tech. Hello. And Katika, our hi. guest. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're talking about dementia. We have talked about different types of dementia, how to recognize the symptoms. And uh, yeah, I would like to ask a question to our guest Katinka. All right. Because you studied social work and you worked for a year in, a, in the closed departments with heavy cases of elderly with dementia, right? Yeah. yeah. How was that experience for you? Um, oh, that's actually a very tough question. So <laughs> the thing is, I mean, it was a very good experience. I learned a lot and obviously it's very important work that I did. Um, but yeah, I hated it. <laughs> I really hated it. And that's also because the one thing that I discovered during my studies is that I did not want to work with elderly. That's just not like my target group. It's not uh, not something that I love to do. Um, there's other, like my sister, she, she's amazing with, with elderly, so she can, she t can take care mm -hmm. of them. Uh, but yeah, there was just no work for me to uh, to find. So I signed up with this company that does a lot of care for elderly in different ways. And basically, I was just like a cleaning lady for people at home. But then a few times they gave me a shift on these apartments. And then they kept sending me back there because obviously I was good at the job. I had the knowledge. Uh, and also to a point where I was just doing activities with these people and even giving medications and stuff like that. Uh, but very hectic. I mean, it's super, um, yeah. I wouldn't say stressful. I mean, obviously it's st stressful in a way, but I think specifically for me because I didn't really love the work. Uh, but it's just a lot happening, and I do. I did really appreciate the um, the work in itself. Like if I, if I saw the other people working there that really had a passion for to care for these people with dementia or with, or with different um, diseases, um, it's in a way it's very beautiful. I mean, it's not for me, uh, but I did learn a lot about you know appreciating people and also how to take care of these people because mm -hmm. it's a very um, specific way of handling them especially because this was like you said a close apartment so they were really pretty far along um, on the on the dementia scale <laughs> to <laughs> say yes to say so and everybody is different right so for everybody it has a totally different effect on them some people would just walk around all day some people would um, I mean I have the weirdest stories there um, I, I found shit in my tea and stuff like that oh, you wow. know oh, but, wow. uh, yeah like really it's you cannot keep get your eyes off of them <laughs> for a second uh, but then also like sometimes it was super fun because there was this <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry crazy but I mean that's just things that happen yeah. But it's not like this woman thought like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shit in Katinka's <laughs> tea. That's not it. So I was just like, oh, my God, what happens? And then first taking care of her. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but this is just the reality of it. So these things do happen. And yeah. and it also made me see like, obviously, it's disgusting. I, I felt so gross at that moment, but also. But it's so hard not to get mad at these people, right? But that's exactly what you should do. Yeah, it, it was. It I mean, not be triggered mad at more them. like compassion for me because mm -hmm. this is somebody's mom, and this is. And I also knew the family that would visit her once a week, so I I knew that this woman is always taking care of the family, yeah. and uh, she was a teacher, and you know, so it's it's a person that has a, such a huge history and is is loved and meant so much to so many people. Um, yeah, now she's shitting in my tea, but that does, <laughs> that does show you like what is actually happening. And it also it made me sad a little bit as well, because this yeah. is, I don't think that this woman um, would have wanted that for herself. Yes, um, because you seem vulnerable and you seem, yeah. well, people make fun of you. Like uh, we are laughing right now. And I think that's really hard also for people to see that because I mean, they're not blind. They realize uh -huh. also how others react to them and to their character and to what they're yeah. doing, but they cannot connect everything together. Yeah, and half the time they don't even know who they are, they don't know where yeah. they are. For some people it was also very sad because they were so lonely. There was this one woman and, and her daughter would visit like four times a week, four or five times a week, whenever she could, she would come by, uh, have lunch with her mom or just hang around for an hour and then left again. And as soon as she left, this woman was sad because she's like, I'm here all alone. Nobody ever comes to see me. And I'm like, well, your daughter was here like five minutes ago. Mm. But she doesn't remember, so she doesn't know. So she's lonely all the time. And that's mm. also like very sad, very painful. It, it did open up a lot of conversations within my family as well, um, where my parents both have this... Um, 
how do you say it like they they wrote down what they do and do mm. not want so yeah. if we ever they get at, yeah yeah kind of so if they get ever get at that point it's up to us to say like okay now it's done because because mm. my parents decided that this is not what we want later on in life and we now have the the opportunity to choose what we do and do not want when we want our lives to stop yeah. um, and for myself for me as well i'm like i do not want <laughs> want to shit in somebody's tea at some point um because like you say salome it's very vulnerable and um yeah and me i wouldn't want that for myself but uh, yeah shout out to everybody who's taking care of people like this yes yeah um that's interesting because it brings me it brings me to think you know do you think taking care of someone who has um alzheimer's or dementia is it more effective to have them in an elderly home or is it more effective to have them around loved ones where a um, caretaker comes home and takes care of them hmm. i think it's it's always good to be home uh, as long as it's possible but at some point that is just not possible anymore because mm -hmm. you need a lot of medication and a lot of attention which is it drains your family um and and a lot of there's there's a point where we just cannot do that for our loved ones anymore where it also doesn't benefit them um yeah and that is I mean, it's a tricky question. I, I always think it's good to stay home because also for your brain, you know, to be yeah. in, in that um, environment that space. you know, yeah, around these people. But there's a point, and I think that is especially with something like Alzheimer's, which takes a long time from when it starts to when you die. It can be like six years, it can be eight years. Yeah. Um, so relatively, th there's a long period of time where it would be better to, uh, to be in a home. Yeah, definitely. But it also, of course, really depends on uh, yeah, if you get, for example, help at home, you have to ask for it, you have to get the money for it, also elderly homes. So, yeah, I think as long as you do the best as you can to give the person a relatively happy life and also to respect them and to still treat them more or less the same way as before. Because, for example, I remember when I was a child and I... Uh, a grandpa of a friend of mine had Alzheimer's and when he repeatedly asked me if I was his daughter at some point I remember I was not old I was maybe nine years old but at some point I just said yes and yeah. I mm -hmm. was kind of making fun of him I was like I'm giving up now yes I'm your daughter and that's exactly the wrong way to go because there are still people that have to be taken seriously and you have to be careful of their feelings and you shouldn't you should still try to repeatedly tell them what they want to know because I think they really depends uh, at, at some point it's good to um like pretend that the situation where they are is reality because there is a certain point where they won't come back to the reality uh, so saying no I'm not your daughter or maybe your daughter is dead or whatever your mom is dead like at some point that's going to be so confusing that it's better to say yeah no it's fine your mom was just here and she'll be back in an hour because in half an hour they, they forgot that they thought about their mom mm -hmm. so that really makes makes somebody comfortable in the moment yeah um, but yeah that that is and that is a tricky part so that's where I would always say advise the professional that yes. is around like do we still try to train that brain um, or are we past that point and is it very best true. to keep them comfortable? That's very true, yeah. yes. I think it's also important to recognize which stage in the dementia they're in. Yeah. Because at the early stage, they still they forget stuff, but they can still recognize you know, the most important stuff. And when they're at the last stage, you know that's when it's really getting bad. Yeah. So you just have to pre prepare yourself for the worst. Yeah, and that's also what you what you asked me earlier. Like, when when do you have to put somebody in a home? To mm -hmm. say it <laughs> as harsh as it sometimes is, that's just when it becomes dangerous for themselves. Yeah, uh, like when you see there's rotten food in the fridge that they still eat, or when people start wandering around in the middle of the night in their pajamas and stuff like that. That's when you really see it's not safe. Or when they do they get in their car and don't know where they're going. You know stuff like that that's actually dangerous for themselves also for the neighborhood kids mm -hmm. and that's really a point where it's uh, it's good to uh, yeah get some extra care 24 7 care and we can all take care of them together yeah <laughs> <Like> <laughs> our new song together by sia enjoy
and welcome back to RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. And today we are speaking about dementia. Thank you, Zaki, for our song. See ya. Yes, no Bye. problem. And we're back with Salumi. Hello. And Katinka. Hi. So, and Kwesi. Yeah, and and don't forget yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're also still here. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're talking about dementia today. And I think uh, we all have experiences um, dealing with dementia. And I'm going to pass it over to Salumi to share her experience. Alrighty, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about my grandpa. He doesn't have dementia the way that maybe you would perceive it. An old person that does not know a lot anymore. It's just that he had a stroke a few years ago, and since then his short-term memory is uh, degenerating, I would say. And uh, he's very frustrated with it because he was working at the time. He had his own company and. Then he, from one day to the other, had to stop working and had to pass it over to his son. And uh, you could really see him being bored and being sad about not understanding everything about his work anymore. And when I talked to him, I realized that it's better to talk about the old times instead of talking about what's going on right now. And it's also really hard for my grandma because, yeah, she lives with him alone and she doesn't really have someone to talk to because... Well, she knows everything about his past, obviously. They've been living together for, I think, 60 years. Um, and all these uh, conversations about the daily life, well, fade away. So, yeah, it's it's affecting not only him, but also his partner, which is really sad to see. Um, yeah. So it's also something that happens a lot, I think, in the in the first stages of dementia when people know that they don't know things. Exactly. When you realize that you're forgetting things or uh, have skills uh, or when you're losing skills, uh, that depression very quickly comes along with that. And I think that's also something to really look out for that if you have somebody around you that is struggling with dementia or maybe in that early phase where you're thinking that this might be going on um, that extra psychological help is also very uh, important to get yes i think he would also really need that because as you just said he he starts having depressive uh well depressive uh, phases and yeah. um it's depression and anxiety yes mm -hmm. I usually one or the other like with all of us when we and get stressed yes <laughs> yeah. and he knows he's a burden for my grandma that's the worst yeah. thing he he sees it he's actively seeing what's going on with him. Yeah. And I think also sometimes when they do realize these things, they're ashamed to ask for help because they don't want to seem as though they're going to be a burden on people. So Especially the old themselves. school people, exactly. right? Yes. Back in the day when we still learned that exactly. we have to do things on our own and not that Google is going to solve it for us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So how about you, Kwesi? Do you also have a... Well, you have a personal story. You just yeah. told us. We all have it. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, my grandmother, she had Alzheimer's and, you know, it's something in our family we never dealt with before, never ha knew anyone with Alzheimer's before. And in 2015, she mistook um, some medicine for the dogs as her own medicine and she in um, ingested it by accident. And we had to carry her to the hospital to, you know, pump her system out of this poison. Mm. And I remember one day... Going, just going to visit her from work and the doctor pulled me aside and he's like you know I have some questions for you and I was like sure no problem and he's like is she always aggressive I'm like well yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah she's, that's, that's just grandma you know she's always aggressive and he's like is she always forgetting stuff I'm like yeah she's like 70 something at that time and then he's like is she blaming people for other things I'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it something new or was it also just her this personality? Is, this was just a personality yeah. <laughs> to me. You know? <laughs> and then he's like, I'm afraid that, you know, I think she has Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, the medicine isn't, the price of the medicine isn't a problem for us. And he's like, no, there isn't a cure for it. I'm like, okay, is this something that can kill her? He's like, it's not something that kills her instantly, but it's a generative, degenerative um, brain yeah. disorder. And I remember leaving there unsure of what is going to happen because I've never heard about it. And I called my mom and I told her. And immediately the entire family just started reading up on Alzheimer's, dementia, what we can do. 
and that kind of stuff. And luckily enough for us, we found out, we discovered it in the early stage. So at first she was okay at home, but then she started wandering in the night. Mm. So that's when we made a conscious decision to have her live with my mom. And it helped at times to have her around familiar faces, but then you would call her and she wouldn't remember me yeah. or she wouldn't remember anyone. She'd remember her mom, her dad, my grandfather, who died over 20-something years ago. Mm. And um, in the last days, yeah, we prepared ourselves mentally because we knew what was going to happen. And she stopped eating, stopped, you know, moving about and yeah. everything. And she just died in her sleep. Yeah. So rest in peace but yeah yeah it's heavy oh. it's also something you see and because uh, i've seen that a lot obviously with the work that i did um that that happens a lot when they just stop eating at some yeah. point which is obviously tough to see uh, but i think it's also in a way comforting because you know that they're just done yeah right and as soon as somebody passes away then there is that piece that they've probably been looking for for years yeah i mean when we carried her to the doctor for her checkups the doctors will tell us the same thing. Her vitals are good. She doesn't have any other complications. It, you yeah. know, there's nothing else that they can do for her. So we had the decision of crying her to the hospital when she wasn't eating or have her, have her stay home. And because of COVID, you know, with the mm -hmm. regulations and everything, if we carried her to the hospital, then we won't really get to see her. One yeah, person exactly. would have been to, able to see her. So and they're going to keep her alive as well. Yeah. Because that's what happens then, right? They're going to feed mm. you through a tube. Yeah. And is that what you want? Mm. So we let her stay home and uh, she died in her sleep. And ironically enough, the week before she died, I dreamt <laughs> that she died also. Yeah. So I felt like I was psychic or Yeah, something. you knew you started coming. Yeah. <laughs> right. And what about you, Zaki? Um, yeah, my, as I mentioned before, my great-grandfather, he had Alzheimer's, and yeah, that was an experience. I remember one time visiting him, and like I was there for about an hour, and at least five times in the hour, he asked me again who I was. Um, it was a really, it was like a really troubling experience, because that was really the time when I realized how Alzheimer's is, and how like mm -hmm. you real, how like, because he really wasn't, this, like he wasn't the same person who I remembered him being, he wasn't the same person who I remembered visiting me and giving me money that my parents would then spend on like school clothes and things like this, you know? And yeah, like, there's actually one particular movie, actually my favorite movie, It's Such a Beautiful Day, which the main character of this film also has some kind of brain disorder that could be, that could be read as early onset dementia. And I remember like leaving there and thinking about this movie and like, oh, right. this is, what it is makes sense yeah. and yeah it's i i, I can never I, I don't think i'll ever forget that experience honestly i can totally relate i think for my grandfather we never used the word dementia we still don't in my family but when i started doing some research uh first it was for school but then also for this episode i don't know i just started putting some pieces together and i think now that i can use the label let's say for what's going on with him yeah 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 because he had what did you say like a stroke yes yeah because that's the same thing that happens with the vascular dementia when because there's something going wrong in the veins a part of a brain dies and then that can progress further into your brain or in different parts of your brain so that could also happen after a stroke yes um yeah and like we said it's a dementia symptoms and it's not a separate disease right exactly but I also think it's important to let them know that you're there as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys ever saw this movie, The Family That Prays, but it's actually a good movie about um, a friend who cares for uh, her friend with dementia, and the friend who has dementia, she doesn't want anyone to know, so she go, if you go into a room, she has pictures and notes of everything that she does every day, just not Brain to forget. Brain training. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a good one uh, to watch. Let's uh, go into a song before yes. we give our last tips and tricks. The song caring for somebody with dementia. <laughs> 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 the song is called Rise Up by Andra Day. Enjoy. Living life on the merry-go-round You can't find a fighter But I see it in you So we gon' walk it out Move mountains We gon' walk it out and move Ooh, 
Maastricht 107.5 We're Student Radio Maastricht and Woo. you just listen to Andra Day Rise Up. I'm here your host Salome and I'm with Kwesi. Hola mis amores. Saki on the tech. Hello. And Katinka. I don't know the Maastricht. Hoi. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we had everything now. <laughs> um, yeah, let's go back to talking about dementia. Um, and Yeah, what can you do uh, when you take care of someone with dementia? What what good ways are there to take care of someone with dementia? Maybe Katinka, you wanna? Uh, yeah, I'll do it real quickly because we are quickly approaching the end of this episode, <laughs> and there's so much more we could talk about. But I think the best thing to do is just uh, be sure to keep them safe. So, like we said, as long as they're living at home. Uh, make sure that that is possible as long as they get support definitely have a conversation with your GP um, get them into hospital to you know discover what it really is because there's so many different diseases where dementia can be a sign of it and uh, usually with a brain brain scan or something it's you know what's going on so just be sure that you know what actual disease is behind this dementia so that you either can get the treatment for it or the care that you need and uh, I definitely want to tell everybody that if you have a family member with dementia that's in a, in a home somewhere visit them make sure that there is somebody visiting them 
every day if you can, but at least once a week because that is so important for them. But also for the disease that you see that the people get visitors, um, they are happy and stick it out way longer than the ones that get like a visitor a month. And uh, it goes down very quickly. So I think that's very important. Spread some love. Yeah, spread <laughs> the love. Um, yeah. yeah, that's it. And, and besides that, I would say there's a lot on Google. So just Google dementia or science or whatever there's a lot of informative sites and medical sites as well where you can get all the information and you know the science like we said it's not just um forgetting things there's more behind it so be sure that you know you're not telling your your grandmother that she has dementia she's just you know old and forgot her keys yeah (laughs) that can also happen (laughs) so uh, yeah educate yourself a little bit I mean, I'm young and I think I have dementia sometimes. <laughs> oh, my, I have it every day. <laughs> I get my things. phone in the refrigerator. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, so. that's very true. Um, and yeah, what do you think about people taking care of someone that has dementia? Where can they get support? Um, I, I would also say, especially if you live in the Netherlands, there's support that you can get both financially and in time. And uh, just go, uh, d- your doctor is the first step to take that, your doctor or the gemeente. If you speak Dutch, you can go to the gemeente if you find the right forms. Uh, but always, always just go to your GP and ask them, because uh, there is a lot of support here in the Netherlands. There's a lot that you can get, even if they're not at a stage where they need uh, a lot of professional help, but also for the family, there's a lot of support out there. Nice. Thank you for your expertise. Let's jump into our cultural agenda. So we have activity with some activities. For example, you can meet up with people to speak Arabic, German or Dutch. There's soccer Saturday and outdoor workouts. And we have two movies, one from Zaki, It's Such a Beautiful Day. And one from Koisi, The Family, The Praise. Yeah, thank you very much to our supporters, RTV Maastricht. And of course, thank you for all of you guys for coming. Kwesi, Zaki and Katinka. I love being here. (laughs) And yeah, let's uh, wait for the next hour where we're going to talk about ableism. Hope you will stay. Stay with us. Stay with us. (laughs) Yes, enjoy. (laughs) 